Hollywood for smart people for Monday, some date or the other, uh, October 14th, 2019. I'm Nico. I'm your host. Talking movies, television, music, and so much more in a way that smart people can enjoy them. I got three co-hosts on today's program. Yeesh. Wow, we got a, lo- a stacked deck. Another roundtable discussion, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going for it. I got the whole gang here. Every host on the website for the most. That's actually, that's not, not even remotely true. Yes, <laughs> Yo, one of these days, we got to get every single person to do one show. Well, that would be well, crazy. And the more, the more that we're expanding this thing, it's just going to be. <laughs> right. Well, these are all the people that matter to me. And even wow. some that don't. Oh. <laughs> wow. All wow. Now, now I wonder who, which one that is. <laughs> Uh, Nick's here. Howdy. Adam's here. Hello. And Rob's here. What? <laughs> Where? And Danny, too. <laughs> crickets. Crickets. Zach's here. He's just not saying anything. Where's yeah. Zach? Oh, no. Why am I here? That's my question. Uh, well, I'll tell you why you're here. Now. Um, because we were doing Two Cents Radio when Breaking Bad ended in 2013. Yes, we, we were. Not? Yes, we were. Because remember, we made that joke that Hewell was sitting there like a big dummy in that uh, <laughs> <laughs> in that safe house. All by himself. All My by favorite him. loose thread. <laughs> Dude, give me the Hewell sequel. The no Hewell kidding. sequel. He, He's just... did, you, did you guys see that sketch online? Hugh, 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 what was it? Hewell's Rules? <laughs> no. Yeah, check that out. It, it's a, it's just, it's a comedy sketch that they did shortly after Breaking Bad, and I'm sure it's called Heels Rules. <laughs> okay. About him uh, in the safe house. Okay, I need to see that. Hmm. That's the only sequel I'm craving. Yeah. Uh, that's when I need closure. I, I, I don't see it being any different from the way we left him. I think he's just been sitting there the whole time. Right. <laughs> that's it. He's very content there. So. <laughs> um, but. We were doing that in 2013. That was probably, yeah, the first or second year we were doing the show. And I just remember that being one of the great television watching experiences of my life. That was just so fucking cool. Uh, did you, were you watching live, Adam, when Breaking Bad ended? Or did you catch up afterwards? Uh, I caught up. I, had, I did something really weird and stupid. I, um, I watched season four having no context. That's really fucking dumb. And I loved it so much that I went back and caught up, and then I watched season five. That's really weird. Yeah, I know. Um, I binged I watched, all, I watched all five. Yeah, I binged all the way up until uh, Hank on the toilet, and okay. then that's when I caught up live. Wow. <laughs> okay. I specifically waited for the show to end before I started. That was probably good. Yeah. All Which right. is also what I'm going to do with Better Call Saul. In fairness. Well, you shouldn't. You should be watching Better Call Saul yeah. right now because there's nothing you should be watching instead of Better Call Saul. <laughs> anyway, um, so that I think for us, we we're doing podcasts about it. I think like every week we were oh, just yeah. doing episode recaps, right? Yeah. Um, it was just the best experience, and so uh, we have to do this one with you, Rob, because mm-hmm. this is a continuation of the story in many ways. Yeah. We're getting more Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, you have not seen an episode of Better Call Saul, Adam? I've seen some episodes, yeah. Have you seen an episode, Nick? I was going to ask you if I should, but I, there was obviously not enough time <laughs> okay. to watch Better Call Saul. Um, I think it's debatably better. Uh, I would have to agree. I, I almost think it's better than Breaking Bad. I don't know for sure, but it's, it's certainly a conversation. It okay. certainly does not have the same hype No, no. that yes. Breaking Bad had. No. no, certainly not. Well, hype can be misleading. Um, sure. Because I'm, be I think I'm actually... Well, Guillermo del Toro had an interesting tweet one time. He was like, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul demonstrate the difference between plot and story. So, like, Breaking Bad had a great plot. Uh-huh. All this stuff between Gus and, and Walt and the cat and mouse game and, you know, the actual machinations of what's happening on screen was better in Breaking Bad. But Better Call Saul does this awesome stuff with the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, the character building on that show is just incredible. And I gotta be honest, man. We're gonna talk about this movie now. Um, the fact that Better Call Saul exists almost hurts the quality of this movie for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, in a way. Because I know what Vince Gilligan and his buddies are capable of in this universe. And, you know, they spent 40 episodes on Better Call Saul so far earning that. And they didn't exactly do the same for this movie. Nick, what'd you think about El Camino? I really loved it. Wow. 
but I had a feeling based on what you were saying previously, uh, you know, before Rob came on uh, last podcast, you made a quick mention that made me think that you didn't love it as much. So that's uh, it's too bad. Well, go ahead. Give me more of your thoughts. Well, so, I mean, here I, I, have, I have a few just like throwaway thoughts about, about it in general. One of them is obviously just I love the fact that Jesse Pinkman was supposed to be a throwaway character. And now they're freaking making a two hour movie just about him. I mean, I love he was supposed that. to die, right? He was right, supposed yeah, to die after kill him one. off in season one. Yeah, Tuco, and, Tuco was going to kill him out there in the desert. When, oh, really? When they kidnapped him. Yeah. So, so the fact that we have this two hour movie about this guy now, I love that. Um, I, I also before El Camino was announced or anything like that, I would have said Breaking Bad didn't need anything like this. Right. And it really it, it didn't. But after seeing this, I kind of can't imagine Breaking Bad without this. Really? In a, in a way, yeah. I mean, this sort of, to me, yeah, Rob doesn't agree either. <laughs> That's a really bizarre statement. Yeah. Huh. For, for me, Breaking Bad, I, it, I always felt it ended. You know, I don't mind Im- ambiguity, but I always thought there were too many loose, loose threads when it ended. Really? Now yeah. that I actually agree with with you on. Yeah, I, no, I, I don't. I, actually, I don't mind I actually, some ambiguity, but I, I just thought there were too many things where I was just like, "Well, what the fuck happened there?" There's a lot and of. Well, I there's a that, lot of details. Well, we're, yeah. keep going, keep going. Well, I was going to say like a lot of times when they just answer that question, it's not done well. I thought this was done pretty well. Okay, and I I actually kind of agree with the reverse. I'm going to be probably the only one here who actually likes the finale of Breaking Bad, but um, yeah. Okay, I thought I think El Camino is very well made, and I I I love uh, I love Aaron Paul in, in in this thing. I think there are some wonderful sequences that 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 are just suspense glory. Yeah, um, it's very well shot and all that. Vince Gilligan is directing the shit out of this thing. I shockingly, by the way, yeah, Vince Gilligan's got some moves, man. Oh God, yeah, it's no. I think in a bubble for what it is, it's 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 a pretty interesting like neo western i i uh, in the realm of the breaking bad story though i mean i knew this is what happened right right yeah. i didn't i didn't find it to be totally necessary it's not that i'm upset at its, at its at its existence or anything it doesn't break the 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 larger world of breaking bad or anything it's not offensive in any way it is what it, like it's a it's a nice thing to have if you want to visit it go ahead but did we need it i i, I don't know Probably like we not. Did, we didn't need it, but I, I feel I feel much better having it. That's Rob. What'd you think? Aaron Paul did an amazing job acting, mm-hmm. but the story and every it, like the full the filler bullshit. It was the movie was awful. I hated it. <laughs> really? I thought you it was complete it? dog <laughs> shit. You hated it? I hated it. I damn. I, I even stopped halfway through it because I'm like, this is fucking terrible. Wow. <laughs> and you know, this goes back to my age old thing about the fandom is the worst part. Yeah. Right. Oh, for <laughs> sure. You liked Breaking Bad too much to appreciate this piece of art. Maybe. Maybe. That's the problem. Maybe. I just thought, how did you not? How could you not love? Oh, that just fucking Aaron crawling around that guy's house looking for money. That fucking cornball standoff. Ugh. <laughs> how Duke. could you not love that? Oh, that was like, terrible. <laughs> wow, this is very interesting. The mixed response on this. Wow. See, you know, I love the two guys who love Breaking Bad more than anything. Hate this fucking film. I don't hate movie let me be very clear about something uh you said that the finale of breaking bad had too much ambiguity i disagree i don't think it had enough ambiguity i didn't say it had you... any i i never i actually i never said the finale of breaking bad had any ambiguity i said i don't mind ambiguity i so didn't say i didn't said. i never i never technically said it has ambiguity well y- yeah you did well no. you were like there's too many I'm... loose ends on it well, you were demanding the Sopranos ending. And I, I was. I pushed back on that a little I bit. Dem- I wanted Sopranos. As much as I like the Sopranos ending, I don't necessarily think that Breaking Bad needed that in order to work. I think and the I Breaking Bad finale could have been a little better, but overall I, I was okay with it. This is the standard I always say, is that every fucking person hates endings to TV endings shows. Endings are right? hard. Endings yeah. are objectively awful no matter which way you look. Unless the Sopranos does it. Or Friday Night Lights. Well, Life. that's because they chose to not end it. They chose to just that's- stop. <laughs> But here's the thing: is that everybody it's it's a it's a remarkable it's a remarkable thing to say that p- 
pretty much everybody loved the Breaking Bad ending, aside from a few people here. I don't I think anybody I, hated. I loved yeah. the ending. I loved the okay. Ending. Thank you. Yeah, okay. It's it's interesting when when people actually walk away from an ending and they're like, it could not have been done better. It's like what? It's amazing. Right. So I think you got to give it some credit for doing that. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it credit. But but here's my problem. I hated Jesse. <laughs> hated Jesse. Okay. He fucked up so many things for Walt. That's true. He's just <laughs> terrible. He fucked up things for Walt. He Are you pro Walt? Yes, I am You're pro, pro Walt. Walt. I love that Walt? is a hot take, Rob. <laughs> that is a very I hot am take. Pro Walt. Can, can I tell you Welcome something? Welcome to the last six years of my life podcasting. By oh the way, this is the only something. thing we've discussed. What for a six years! I, what a wonderful thing to have... say. Since October 2013 on, this is the only fucking thing Rob and I have discussed in our friendship. I, I don't think I could hate Walt more. Oh no! From beginning to end, I hated him as a teacher and I hated him as a drug lord. No. Let me be honest. For different reasons. I can, I can say I universally hated Walt the whole way through, but for different reasons every season. All yeah. right? He is a terrible human being. Sure. Through and through. Sure. Jesse is just like, he has this. Hard how, can you not, how can you not love Jesse? Jesse's such a fuck up, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, everything. He's a fuck up. That's the point. Everything he's a he fuck does. Up, but he's not. But he, but he's a good person. And he's and, a real bad fuck up. He and, even says it to his parents. He says like, "You didn't do anything wrong." Like, I am a fuck up. Yeah. But he is a good person. And and Walt in gave a weird him way. So many. The only good thing that he did was kill Gale. He followed. <laughs> he followed Walt's instructions. Your sense of morality. Damn. Is, your your moral compass is fucked, Rob. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where I align here because I I think I think I'm on Nick's side. I, uh, at at the same time, I completely understand where Rob's He's coming from. He's just doing the performance about <laughs> what did he do for the bottom line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. I get. Yes. It. And he certainly helped the business a lot when he fucking shot Gail in the face. Yes. Certainly, he the, the revenue was was pouring. <laughs> I love that he's just like pro Walt's meth business. He's just very <laughs> Machiavellian about this. Like, how are we gonna make profits? Profits. Profits. Bye bye bye. Sell profits. sell sell. Exactly. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> it was never about the meth business being successful. If you thought that's what the show was about, you're fucked. <laughs> you maniac. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's get back on track for a second. Okay. Nick, serious question. Yeah. Did where this movie ended – does that sentence make sense? Where this movie ended, is that vastly different from where his story ended in the finale of Breaking Bad. That's really the question. I get what you mean. No, not well, really. A, the answer is no. Yes, the answer is the no. Answer. And I'm sorry. But the, I don't think that's a problem. Well, no, it kind of is. I'm sorry, it kind of is. When Vince Gilligan says, I'm... Re By the way, I just have this built-in trust factor with Vince Gilligan now. Where if he makes anything, I'm, I'm there. Better Call Saul has earned that for me. But the thing about Better Call Saul is we took four seasons it's going to be i think a total of six seasons to prove to me why this story needed to be told mm -hmm. vince gillian's coming back for a two-hour movie and he's like i'm gonna finally give jesse closure i'm gonna uh, there's something that needs to be said about jesse's journey that i didn't get a chance to say in the breaking bad finale and what we get at the end of breaking bad although it's a bit dark like he almost shoots walter at the end and throws the gun down says do it yourself and then he starts driving away with this, this just this caveman scream of like, yes, I'm out of here. And in, you know, you're experiencing all of this regret and sorrow and trauma, but also joy and freedom and all these emotions at once. And it's like, fuck yeah, dude. That's exactly where I want the character to go because that's what the rest of his life is going to look like. The fact that he made it to Alaska, is that all that different? I mean, we kind of assume that's where he was going anyway. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, what exactly changed about the character? And to me, if you're going to return to this world, which is one of the greatest pieces of art that's ever been made in the history of American of America, period, like, you have to earn it. You have to have something to say that's different from the show. And to me, I'm watching this thing and I'm thinking, oh, this is like a pretty good DVD extra. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Breaking Bad is a slow burn, a bit of a slow burn. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not not when I talk, not compared to like something like Twin Peaks, but, um, but this is a movie. This is not a show. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of think that we need to approach it that way here. I mean, but it's not a movie though. Let's be yeah, clear. it is. Yes, it is. No, it no, is. It no, is. I have I to actually... agree with Nick on this one. It's a movie. This is a yeah. movie. This is a movie. I, that's that's I I, oh. I think I think if you're approaching it from this is another episode of Breaking Bad, I think that's where you're going to be let down. And I mean, the name of the movie. This is a road movie. The, yeah. the name of the movie is literally called The Road. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what El Camino means. <laughs> right. So, it's weird. Yeah, it's, like... yeah, it's a car, but that's not what it's about. It's about. It's just. It, it's literally. I don't. I mean, I think it's just supposed to be Jesse going from point A to point B. I don't think remember, it's supposed to, I don't think he's supposed to end up somewhere else. Remember when we not, started this movie on Netflix? I don't know about you guys. This is my experience. <laughs> I went on TV and I went on the Netflix app and I started this movie and then I got a two and a half minute sequence of flashbacks to Breaking Bad. Did you get that recap? I did It's not. like pre- I That's know. a recap. That's not, I, I it's not like, that. I oh, got you that. Didn't get that. I did not no. get that. Okay. Yeah. My app played the recap. Okay. Like it's, to me, it, it's clearly trying to put me in the state of mind that I, I think, had. I think they're just trying to fill you in on what happened since. That's yeah. all. Yeah, I, I, I get it. But like I, watching that montage, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm watching this TV show that I loved again. Mm-hmm. By the way, that montage was the worst fucking thing that could have happened to this movie because <laughs> I'm watching it. And I'm like, holy shit, this was a great show. Yeah. <laughs> like I had forgotten how goddamn amazing the show was until they showed it to me in like 10 second snippets. See, I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah, that ruined the movie for me. Okay, ruined the movie. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe we're doing this again. This show was incredible. All right, well, so you had a different experience then. It's a TV show, dude. It's a continuation of a TV show. It is and it isn't. I mean, I'm sort of in the middle with you on that. Like, it's hard to separate the two. I mean, even stylistically, it's hard to separate the two. Let me ask you a question: Is there anything you would get out of watching this movie if you had not seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. A lot of what do you fat, mean anything to a lot of fat Damon. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we need to talk about the elephant in the room because <laughs> there's a literal elephant in this movie. His yeah. name is Jesse Plemons. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, know, he was not that fat in the show. I was trying to no, 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 or that old. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember when we watched uh, both the Post and Vice. I was like, oh wow. Right. This kid got super fucking fat. No, Jesse Plemons went from not a fat guy to a fat guy in yeah. like three years. So, And that was way distracting. Like yeah. if I'm Vince Gilligan and I'm like, hey, we're going to shoot this movie and you're a major part. Todd is a major part of this movie. I didn't realize how big a part he would be. Like you got to be like, dude, I'm not shooting this until you drop 50 pounds. You are not. <sighs> Yeah. You can't just you cannot convince me that that's what Todd looked like in the interim. <laughs> he has like, like he all the, he he gained fifty pounds in three months and then went on the keto diet. He to has get a gand- up at the end. He has a, uh, a, a what is it? Uh, a gandular? No, it's not that. What the fuck word am I trying to say? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I think it's a little you, distracting, but I don't think it's like I get. I, I mean, can get, I can move past it. You get used to it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he got depressed after he shot that girl. He seems like the kind of character to get super depressed after killing someone. One thing that's important to me is that I did not take this as an episode or even a necessary part of Breaking Bad. I just wanted to watch it for fun. And afterwards, I found that I'm just like, I'm glad that I saw Jesse's journey afterwards. Even though it wasn't necessary, I liked it. Well, it's it's certainly fun. But there yes. are two. There, it's it was a fun movie. There are two parts of the movie really. There are the flashbacks of Jesse when he was locked up with Todd, and there's Jesse now trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Did you guys prefer one of those over the other? Oh man, I because I, I liked know. the flashback scenes a lot. Me too. I absolutely adored the scene in the hotel when he's or the motel whatever it is when he's with the uh, uh, Jesse Plemons' character and they're trying to get rid of the body and that's a great scene and the scene in the desert is like some of the best breaking bad stuff ever yes i love that stuff like remarkably me too yes me too i think i thought it was fantastic well, the reason that scene's so great is i mean obviously we knew this about jesse already but we just got a little more context mm-hmm. the guy's just looking to be loved yeah. like that's all the, the guy just wants someone to show him some affection and just like, because he doesn't feel like he can get that anywhere. And that's part of the reason why he was stuck in this Stockholm Syndrome relationship with Walt for so many years. Yeah. Is because he saw 
a perverse sort of father figure in him. And mm-hmm. obviously Walt turned on him and it was this horrible tragedy. But, you know, he's locked in a ditch under the ground and Todd's the only one in this moment of crisis that shows him a little bit of affection. And when he offers, yeah, you want to get some pizza after this? That's all it takes for Jesse. Mm-hmm. And that just brings it back to me. Wow. This guy's a great character. Well, there's and also the very threat least. on the little boy's life, in fairness. Like, we just. You thought, no, I didn't actually read it that way at all. No, yeah. I'm just saying, I think that's there. It's pervasively yeah, throughout. It's there. It certainly. And, like, the psychological trauma is an element of why he doesn't shoot Todd there. Mm-hmm. But I also think, like, Jesse's just desperate for kindness. Yeah. And, and, you know, that was the moment where I'm like, oh, that's right. Like, this character's a miracle. <laughs> like, the fact that they made this, this druggy, loser, washed up guy. One of the most sympathetic guys on television, unless your name is Rob. Um, <laughs> like, I can't believe you don't like him, Rob. It, just, it, 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 it brought it all back to me, and I'm like, yeah, this is the reason why the show is so great. I agree with you. That's my favorite scene in the oh, movie God, by a Brilliant. By, for exactly those reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, I love, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just love, I just love that flip. And, and for me, at least, different from what Rob might say. Uh, <laughs> the, the, fact, the fact that I go from like, like loving Walt to being like, oh, fuck Jesse, to having the complete reversal at the end of the show, it's just, I, I don't know. I think well, and it's, also, it's brilliant storytelling. Just, I think Jesse and Todd together is a great combo because yes. of their <laughs> inherent personalities, right? right? Like, mm-hmm. Jesse is a fuck-up with a golden heart, like you said. Todd is a cold-blooded, calculated person, but his life is very together. And, you know what I mean? Could He's I also very... point out, just despite how fat he is, Jesse Plemons may be, like, one of the ten best actors on the planet. Oh, my God. This guy's so fucking good. When but, they... S- when they like when they down. when they I, I love these little things like first off like he has his whole life together he's in this nice clean apartment he has a cleaning lady and everything and there's the dead body in the floor but he's he's just talking like you know my uncle always says keep some cash on hand like he's very organized <laughs> you know what some, I mean he needs some soup <laughs> whereas like Jesse later in the film he's scrounging for cash from his buddies like that's a great dichotomy right there of like yeah. who they are and then there's the scene where after they collect the body and they're going to bury the body. They show um, Todd driving in the car, singing the song, like his arm out the window, oh, like was, having a yeah. great time. Love and then they it. slowly cut to the passenger seat, and Jesse's not in the passenger seat. Smash cut, where's Jesse? He's lying in the trunk next to the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. How about when they're driving initially, and he just pats Jesse on the head like he's a dog? Yep. <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah, he treats Jesse like a pet, not yeah. like a friend. But Jesse accepts it because that's the most he get, he can get. Of course, little details. It's just so good. I that mean, that shit's great, dude. So the Todd and Jesse stuff for me uh, is what made it really, really phenomenal. And then even how great the... the line where they get in the apartment and he goes, uh, uh, "Yeah, do you want me to help you paint?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe later. He goes, <laughs> "We got other stuff to take care of first. Although he's commenting, he's like, oh, "I like the pastel colors." Right. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> So, you know, yeah, did we get anything new from from this movie about Jesse? No. D- but does this, that matter? Does that mean that we didn't get anything worth watching? I, I thought no. it was... Well, this... Rob, fuck off. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Okay, yeah. No, Rob, you don't... You, why don't you just why don't you just leave? Get it off your chest. <laughs> we can finish without you. Yeah, you got a turkey dinner to go to. I do. <laughs> In a half hour. But get yeah. everything off your chest right now, Rob. No, I want I, you to air no. your grievances. I just there was nothing new here, so what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, if you're gonna go to this effort of of closing out Jesse's story, throw in something a little surprising. You know, there was there was nothing shocking there. They played it so safe. They did. It was one of my problems with the Breaking Bad finale, as a matter of fact. Both felt so safe. Yeah, I don't... Like we were talking about earlier, endings are hard. I, I liked the the ending of Breaking Bad. But again, what is wrong with, with having this this imagination of, of where Jesse went and not actually knowing? There's nothing wrong with that. People can put their own endings in and, and enjoy it as much. I... Yeah, everybody just assumed he was going to go to Alaska. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody assumed he wasn't going to get caught and that, you know, the rest of his life sure isn't going to be easy, but I don't know. There's just, there wasn't a point to this movie. I My agree brother with everything you point. said, but I still enjoyed it. So what I'm failing to understand is what you didn't enjoy. 
It's like, I get it. It wasn't necessary. Jesse. We didn't need it, but, like, what didn't you enjoy? You, didn't, you just didn't enjoy it's, Jesse? No. Him picking I'm up. Not, no, I'm not saying I wasn't entertained by the movie. I'm just kind of offended by his existence. That's all. Him picking well, up that, that bug. Fan? Like, oh, this sweet little bug. You smash the fucking bug, and you, th- and you move on with your life. No, it is. It is oh, oh, I don't want to so... kill anything innocent. And then you have this fucking cheese ball, fucking corny standoff scene. The worst part of the movie. I loved it. Oh, (laughs) terrible. Just like, oh, we're going to have a standoff. Oh, you mean like the old West? Well, fuck. You know, somebody's going to get their fucking head blown off. Who didn't see the fact that he had that gun in his pocket? I mean, come on. Okay. What do you like about that? I think it's goofy as fuck. Yeah. I think it's it it it's not something I thought would have had any place in Breaking Bad and who knows, maybe it doesn't. Probably doesn't. Likely doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. It's fun as fuck. I can't, I can't help myself. <sighs> I love a good western shootout. And it's cl- it's very clear that this is something Vince Gilligan has probably wanted to do in this universe for a while. <laughs> that was what that was what bugged me about it is it felt so forced like yeah. this is something that Vince wanted to do and had the idea yeah. to do for a long long time and this was the only way to execute it yes and it was terrible I saw in an interview or I think it was uh, it was a piece that was written about the movie but I guess when they were shooting Breaking Bad they lobbied the studio to use the same cameras they used on the good the bad and the ugly really That's one of the things that Vince and the cinematographer whose name I'm blanking on wanted to do and uh, they didn't get a chance, but they finally gave him a similar camera for this movie. So they sort of won the battle. And now he's like, yeah, I want to make my wide cinemascope Sergio Leone thing. Yeah. Uh, and that you're 100% right. That's exactly what it felt like. And it was, to be honest with you, a little lazy in terms of writing, which I, I never say about Breaking Bad. The one thing you can say about the writing Breaking Bad is that it's not forced and not lazy in any way. Um, And for a movie that spends a lot of time with the process of, like, how do you get into the apartment? How do you find the money? How do you then negotiate for your way out of town? Mm -hmm. How do I get the other $1,800? How do I get my parents out of the house so I can sneak in and buy their gun? For a movie that takes so much time meticulously, you know, working through all those details, to just be like, yeah, you're going to get the last $1,800 in a Mexican standoff, mm-hmm. like that's just really fucking lazy, man. <laughs> so, while um, I'm, I'm gonna break the fourth wall here, while while your computer crashed and it was just Rob and I here talking, okay. <laughs> um, we came to an agreement on a couple of things, which was a the standoff was by far the worst part of the film. Yes, Probably. the stupidest part. Yeah. And I, I mean, we didn't say this, but it would have been way more interesting if the guy just gave him the eighteen hundred. Yes. Right. Well, that's kind of what I was hoping to happen. Yeah, anyway. kind of. That would have been the most unexpected part, right? I, 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 part of me was like, wow, he's he's going to give him this money just to get him out of here. Right. Like, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Like, that would have been a choice. Um, and then the other thing that Rob and I agreed on was was because Jesse sort of crawling through Todd's old apartment looking for that cash. And then the two guys come in who he thinks are cops. I mean, that was so suspenseful. I did not mind that being like 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah no. me too. That could have been the whole movie. I would have watched that. It was so it was so good. Yeah, the cat and mouse game. Or how about the tension that he gets when he when he first goes up to the apartment and the nosy neighbor down the hall is watering the plants. It's all one shot. Just just that entire thing from from start to finish of Jesse going in and Jesse going out of that apartment. If you want to know what Breaking Bad does well, that's what it does well. That's what Vince that's what Vince Gilligan knows how to do. It's he can find tension in the smallest moments. And he can make process interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why Better Call Saul works so well. Is they but take... I can't fault the whole movie for the standoff, though. Um, well, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a flaw. Can we just call it out as a flaw? It's a pretty... Yeah, we can call it out as a flaw. But why, why, why are we so extra critical with Vince Gilligan? Because he I... felt the need to return. And you got to earn that. Mm-hmm. Why do we keep saying that he has to earn that when it comes to him? Like, he hasn't earned it yet. He hasn't earned a little bit of, it's like, like it's leeway also, at this point. It's also, it's a fucking Netflix movie, guys. That's ultimately where I come out. It's like, who gives a shit? I have a question. I'm okay, I'm okay with letting <laughs> yeah. him fuck up a little bit. It's, yeah, it's okay. Fine. I have a question. Would you have preferred this movie or would you have preferred a random caper film 
with like Matt Damon and George Clooney direct <laughs> directed by Vince Gilligan separate and apart from the Breaking Bad universe. Separate it's tough apart. to say, honestly. It's actually no. tough to say. No, it's not. It's easy. It's separate and apart. We don't need this movie in the Breaking Bad world. Right. I agree I, with you. I, I get where you're coming from. Mm. I don't know if it would have been. Um, well, not I, 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 I don't know if it, like with like George Clooney, like you're saying, like maybe you're being just facetious a little bit. But a little bit. Yeah. But no, but I, I actually know, do. I don't know if that, that would have worked as well. No, I, I seriously, I mean it. Like if he just wants to make like a, a guy on the run, get some get a bag of money and get out of town movie, whatever, whoever you want to put in it without the Jesse Pickman character. I think that's totally fine. I'm not really even interested in hypotheticals here. I just for what this is and what it does. I, I get I get it's kind of like DLC content for a video game for me where it's right. like it's completely supplementary. You don't need it. It doesn't really matter at the whole, but you can take it if you want it. Vince Gilligan should not be making things that we don't need. I don't who gives a shit. No, but he, he shouldn't be. The, okay, let, let me do this way. He put off a season of Better Call Saul for this. Better Call Saul, yeah. we had to wait another year for, for season five of Better Call Saul because he had to make this movie. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have Better Call Saul than this movie. Give it right yes. now. I want, yeah. right now, I want Better Call Saul. Absolutely. Why did he have to take a whole year off Better Call Saul to make one two hour film? That's two episodes. He spent 18 months on this shit. But that's two episodes. Why did he spend eighteen months on this? They, well, they they increased the they gave him a shit ton of money, which is the other part of this too. Is that so? It's just is, a bigger production in general. Yeah, and it's also a clear cash grab on the part of of Netflix and and sure. the Gilligan entity. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I, I, to maybe me just, just the fact it, it that like Adam and I haven't seen Better Call Saul. Maybe that's what it comes down to. I think that, that Adam and I aren't watching it. I think that might be it entirely. I do. Yeah, and I'm sort of in the middle where it's like I've I've seen some Better Call Saul and I love it, but I haven't seen everything, and I don't know. I I, I don't know. I think if you just look at this objectively, just for what it is in its own little bubble, it's perfectly fine. As a matter of fact, it's it, in a lot of sense, it's pretty good. It's just it, it. I just circle back around to it's completely unnecessary. It's my my biggest criticism more than anything. It's like yeah, we really didn't need this and. The, the more problematic element is that I didn't really learn that much coming away from it. My brother had a great point so. about it. He actually said, like, I would have preferred if they set this movie 20 years later. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he, he wanted the and, movie. And like somebody resurfaced who Jesse was or something. Yeah. He wanted to start the movie where it ended, essentially. Like he's he was more interested in what happened with Jesse in Alaska than it was than he was Jesse in Albuquerque. And obviously you had to do the Albuquerque stuff because you wanted to get all these characters back in the mix. Yeah. But well, you know, the, I liked the, all the small bit parts becoming more prominent. Okay. I thought that was you know, and that's actually something I've kind of always liked about Breaking Bad is like they take these people that seem like meaningless small little parts and suddenly they become like a bigger part. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like the vacuum cleaner sales guy. Right. Yeah. Love that. I Robert mean, Forrester. Yeah. yeah. Robert Forrester, by the way, who passed away two days ago, the day this movie came out, he died. <sighs> Crazy. Um, Jackie Brown, amazing in Jackie Brown. I love him in that. He's so fucking good yeah. in Jackie. I think Oscar nominee for Jackie yeah. Brown, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, he's amazing in this movie. Can we talk about how good Robert Forrester is? He's good in like everything, though. I mean, yeah. that guy is awesome. I was I was actually kind of upset when you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a great I performance. Rather, I I kind of agree with your brother though, Nico. I would have rather had this. Uh, to to tie up uh, the ending of Better Call Saul as well. Because what if in, in, a, in a world where you have Jesse and Saul meeting up for one last time. Oh, that's a great point. And, and you end the whole universe that way. Oh, like it just yeah. it wraps around uh, and and you I don't know, you, you just end everything with a nice bow tie of a movie mm-hmm. where and you also you can juxtapose like where jesse has gone and where saul have gone where they ended up and yep. like what what the events of breaking bad meant to both of them mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's into, that's a, actually a great point it would yeah it would have been better because this movie as we said earlier he leaves off at a similar part where he started a part of his life where he started and also like we assume he would have got out, out of Albuquerque, right? Well, that's right. The, 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 again, the biggest issue is that I think when I stopped watching Breaking Bad, I assumed everything that this movie ultimately tells us. Right. Which is the, the, the most problematic aspect about it. That doesn't mean I think it's poorly done. Yep. It just makes me say, okay, well-made, unnecessary thing. 
Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Who but was I, your favorite cameo? Favorite cameo? Besides uh, Todd, because I think we all are in agreement. Todd, Fat Damon was awesome. It's a right. cop out to say it, but I really do love the Walter White scene. Oh, yeah. That's the best one. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I really do oh, love yeah. it. Yeah. It's a nice moment. Okay. Why? Why'd you think so? I mean, it's just, just nice to see Walt. <laughs> it's nice to see. It's nice to reference Walt like right before he had completely lost his mind, you know, where he's like, I love the line where he's like, you're lucky because you don't have to wait your whole life to do something special. I was like, that's yeah. a great little idea. And it's really sad when you reflect on Breaking Bad to see where Walter White ultimately ends up. It's like, shit, you know, there is such a tragedy to that character. Yeah. So I really love that scene. Um, yeah, I, I just had the thought when I saw Walt, I'm like, oh, they really couldn't help themselves, huh? No, I know, I know. They, and I knew you were going to think that. They have yeah. to do this. I, I think it, my first thought was kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, where's Walt? Oh, there right. there he is. Okay, yeah. we're doing this after all. I get with, that. Yeah. His, with his shower cat bald head. Yep. Quick right. question about, so that that was a, it's just hard for me to remember, that was a new scene. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, I wasn't 100% sure if that was a new scene or if they just pulled, like, footage from the show. No, that was... It, it's referenced. It would have happened at some point in season one because they had the van and they had yeah. taped up the holes. It was, I it, think, it was after their four days in the desert. Before it yeah. was before their four days in the desert. It was before four days out. Okay. Oh, okay. They were on. I think they were on their way to their desert spot to cook. No, because actually, no, I don't think that's right. Because there was a throwaway no. line from from four days out that was like, "We're gonna go get a nice breakfast and a shower." Okay. And that's what uh, they were. Oh. That's what they were paying off. Yeah. Remember Jesse in the bathtub here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they were they were finally paying off that moment of like gotcha. this was the breakfast that was promised. Okay. So that is the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of Game of Thrones there, which I'm sure was intentional. What? <laughs> what part? The breakfast that was promised. Oh. <laughs> so okay. four days out is the episode where I be. My hatred for Jesse Pinkman began because he left the key in the ignition. What a fuck up! (laughs) Idiotic fuck up! And that is Jesse Pinkman in a in in a heartbeat. Just a douche that leaves the key in the in the fucking. He's supposed to be a fuck up. Like you don't Rob. feel bad for him, like like oh he he didn't know any better. He's 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 just a stupid naive kid, and he's trying to learn. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> maybe you're not friends with enough fuck ups like we are. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> if we all agree, that's kind of a problem. I'm trying to. Does that make Rob the fuck up in this? <laughs> We're all agreeing he's the only one not. <laughs> if you look around the table and you don't see the fuck up, that means it's you. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah. Huh. What do you think of the Walter scene, Nick? I thought I it I I didn't love it. Uh, I mean, like I liked it, but I didn't. I thought like it was appropriate in the sense of like the dialogue, like what they were trying to say about, you know, like sort of Walt being like that father figure and like trying to get Jesse to go to college and talking about like, what are you going to do after all this? Like, I thought it was appropriate in that sense, but I also kind of agree with what you guys were saying about like, yeah, they couldn't help themselves, but to bring Walt back, like they didn't have to bring him back. In fact, I kind of wish they didn't bring him back at all. Me too. Mm -hmm. But it was it was the appropriate scene to show. Well, and and look, they the, were going to show one of them. Yeah, the movie is definitely Jesse's story, um, and that was like one of my concerns when they were talking about bringing Walter back. Is I was afraid he would distract from Jesse's story, um, because Breaking Bad is Walter's story, and so I, I didn't want him to taint it. And I don't think he did. I think like he still served a complimentary enough role in this. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Um, Man, I also just thought, like, oh, this is kind of fan service here. Yeah, I know. It was like, oh, we've been teasing it on Instagram for the last year and a half. I think the two of them released a tequila brand together. They were, like, on I, – I, it was they were tweeting out images of each other on Twitter and, and Instagram and everything. And they were like, oh, a collaboration between the two of us is coming. And everyone's like, holy shit, they're going to make a Breaking Bad thing. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're working on a tequila brand. And it turns <laughs> out, no, that was just a cover for the movie all along. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it, Breaking Bad's better than this. Breaking Bad is better than this. Okay, Nico. But part of the problem, again, is that you guys, like, follow this shit too much. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, you it, care too much. You yeah. know, just, just, you want to know, I had about 
two days to think about El Camino before it came out. I didn't care. And I, I didn't think about it. I just I turned it on, watched it, and I had a good time. Like yeah, and I saw it last night, and I had a similar response. I haven't been following. And we a- talk all the. We talk all the time about how the fans are the worst part. You guys are being the worst part this, right now. I, and this That's is where you. I am agreeing with, with Nick on this, is that the fandom is coming out of you two more particularly here. I, I, I do have to make that comment. Yes, Step I back. Take yes. 50, I don't see myself as a toxic fan. I don't think I'm a toxic fan at all. That's what all toxic fans say. Yeah. I don't know. Nico I don't know is one what? of the most pretentious people I know. <laughs> fuck <laughs> off, bro. Dude, fuck <laughs> off. In fairness, he lives in Nebraska, so it's like... <laughs> The two Rob, of us I, used to do I, a I podcast about Survivor. Don't even start with me. I'm, I'm pretentious. <laughs> the two of us talk about old game shows together. That's what are true. you fucking talking about? I'm pretentious. Isn't that a pretentious? Where thing? do you get off? The fact that you feel the need to do a podcast about. We a- could name <laughs> all hosts of every iteration of Press Your Luck. I don't want to hear it. I'm pretentious. Well, when it comes to Go- move. Fuck yourself. You watch all the Oscar nominees. and you're Everyone like, oh. watches the Oscar movies except for you because they don't oh. get them in Nebraska. <laughs> they never make their way them. out there. <laughs> you're right. They don't. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not my problem that cow tipping doesn't pass for entertainment out here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. I am what? not being pretentious. I'm not. I love I Breaking Bad. <laughs> I love Breaking Bad. If Vince Gilligan's gonna go and fuck with Breaking Bad, you better give me a damn good reason to do it. But he's that's not, all I'm saying. This? But he's you not fucking this? with Breaking Bad is the thing. By Nico yelling, he's yeah. slowly bringing Rob to our side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, I love this movie. This was a cool <laughs> movie. Like, like fucking with like he's not doing that. He's not fucking with Breaking Bad at all. No. <sighs> I mean, it, I, honestly, he's not. If if there's any criticism to it, I'd say he's not fucking with it enough. Think, right. think about it this way. Think yeah. about it this way. Right. This isn't a, a necessarily a justification, but just think about how Game of Thrones ended, and this wasn't that. <laughs> you have no reason to be that upset. I I would yeah okay. Had this have been the finale of Breaking Bad, <laughs> I would have loved it. I even, mean, even then, it it's like. It's still not as bad as like how Game of Thrones ended. Oh, it would have been like it's not even close. Eons ahead of that fucking ending. That thing was trash. Right, exactly. This was still good. I mean, man, again, this just okay. This, this feels th- like weak sauce criticism, folks. I'm sorry. Well, I said it's not justification. Feels yeah, like y'all are being my, very weak and forgiving of no, this you're, movie. That's I think my you're holding. No, I think you're holding Vince Gilligan to way higher standards. Why than you should hold I? He's to. one of the most brilliant television writers of my uh, life. Here's the pr- why am I not holding him to high standards? You're well, why, spoiled. Just because, just, just no, but because. if I can't great, get great television out of Vince Gilligan, who can I get it out of? I'm, yes, I'm, yes. Just you're, because Breaking Nick, Bad and Better right. Call Saul are, are obviously phenomenal. Like, why is it? Why can't he just make something that's just fun? Nick, you know what? If if that's your accusation of me, I will die on that hill. I'll own it, bro. Yes, Vince Gilligan needs to do better. Because if I can't expect excellence out of Vince Gilligan, who can I fucking expect it from these days? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> ben- Benioff and Weiss fucked it up with Game of Thrones, right? David Chase hasn't done a television show in 20 years. Aaron Sorkin hasn't done a television show in years. Like, what television writers can I rely on if I can't rely on Vince Gilligan anymore? Well, he created wait, two of my favorite shows ever. Let's again, just like just like we did on Blair Witch Podcast recently, oh, let's talk about Twin Peaks again. Okay, talk to me about – there's another one. Yes, there's another there's, one. Right. Okay, so we have Twin Peaks Season 1 and 2. Yeah. And then we have Firewalk with me and yep. Twin Peaks Season 3. Yes. That is – as far as I'm concerned, that's Breaking Bad, this movie. <laughs> and, no, it ain't. No, I'm, I'm saying we're looking at it the same way. We have Breaking Bad, we have this movie, and then we have um, – Better Call Saul. Better call Saul and all that, right? I mean, but here's my question: Where does the mystery person fit in? Oh, fuck off, dude! <laughs> the mystery person? We're not doing this. That's now. a that's a dig at Nico's uh fifth grade play that oh, he wrote. Oh, I saw that. That was interesting. Um, it scared the shit out of Abby, by the way. Okay. <laughs> it was really funny. It scared the shit out of me too. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, like yeah, like Fire Walk with Me isn't as good as Twin Peaks, but like you can enjoy it. Yep. And, this, uh, and it's a movie okay, then, from a guy who writes shows. I mean, okay. why can't we just enjoy this? So this is a this is of course a bad analogy because twenty no, it is because twenty years later David Lynch says I want to return to the world of Twin Peaks. And Maybe fucking it been, uh, what? 
maybe Gilligan will do it 20 years okay. from now. Who knows? It, it would have been so easy for David Lynch to be like, all right, I'm just going to like do another season of the show and wrap everything up and everybody's going to feel happy about it. And you'll see when you watch Twin Peaks season three, it ain't that. David Lynch was like, if I'm going to make this 20 years later and I'm going to spend a year of my life crafting a conclusion to my saga, I'm going to make it fucking matter. And I'm going to have something unique to say about the world. And he had something unique to say about the world. Yeah, but that's... This is not that at all. No, no, no. That is Better Call Saul. Season three of Twin Peaks is Better Call Saul. You don't think David Lynch had something to say with Firewalk With Me? You think Firewalk With Me was just like a cute little addendum to the movie? To the show, I mean? It was mostly supplementary. Mostly. Okay, but Better Call Saul is supplementary too, though. But there was but there was a clear reason behind it. Can I okay. that Better person? Call Saul in this analogy is the Twin Peaks season three. We're Everything about in Firewalk. the Twin Peaks universe is brilliant. I just want to say that. It's a bad you're it's a bad analogy. I don't buy this logic. Are you guys recording? Because I've got to duck out. Okay, you've got to go? Oh, you've got a turkey yeah. dinner to make? All right, give me yeah. some closing thoughts. Alright. Well, no, I thought it may, if you wanted to finish the recording and Oh. No, I'm recording on this end. That's fine. Okay, if I want if if you want to just merge the two files together, yeah, that's what I, I'm gonna do. Yeah, I can just duck out. Yeah, man. You guys, have, okay. Well, yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, Rob, anything else? You, as always. Anything else you want to get off your chest before you go? Not really. I I mean I I will I will say this. I Nick has kind of convinced me that it was something fun to watch, but it wasn't necessary. Yes. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay, Nico. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry. There just isn't. It is what it is. It's completely innocuous. Whatever. I would have liked <laughs> to see more Skylar and Purple Marie, though. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh, this is another thing that Rob and I discussed oh, a lot back in the day. He really wanted to fuck Marie. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love Marie. He was very sexually attracted to Marie. Marie? Yeah. Okay. Marie. She even uh, tweeted me on my birthday. Ooh. Minerals, Marie. Mm. <laughs> Everything, everything about this is uncomfortable for me. Yeah, I don't like this at all. <laughs> all right, bye, Rob. I need to Save take my a file, shower. Guys. Have a good one. Thanks see for you. having me, guys. Thanks, Rob. Bye, bye. We'll see you later. Anyway, where I was okay. going with that? Um, no, no, we're gonna. Go, no, we're jumping back into this. Damn it! Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. David Lynch had a, something to say, and he Empire reinvented his me? world. Yes, absolutely, he did. Dude, Firewalk with me is just a rehash of basically Laura's life ahead of that, but it was all things we already knew. It basically Firewalk with me, a- Adam. I'm gonna spoil this a little bit for you, not really, okay. but it's literally just showing what Laura Palmer did instead of telling us what Laura Palmer did. Because in Twin Peaks season one and two, we find out what type of person Laura Palmer was. In Firewalk with me, we just see it. Okay. Yes, that's it. Okay, I mean. I got some new bits of information, sure, but did it say anything profound? No, it did not. It did not at all. I, I honestly, I wouldn't even put them in the same universe. Do you even remember Firewalk with me? I, I, Do you remember the details? Be uh, no, I don't remember the plot details at all. But I, but, okay. but no, but I certainly remember the movie being a statement. I certainly remember David Lynch, and that's one of the reasons why people didn't like it so much. Is that he clearly had something to say other than what the audience was looking for, right? Like the audience wanted closure, and that's not why he made that movie. It seems like Vince Gilligan made this movie because he thought, and I don't know why, he thought Jesse needed a finer ending. Yes, I see what you mean about the in in terms of closure. Yeah, it's different, but I don't think that's the comparison I'm trying to make. <sighs> You know what? You guys just got to watch Better Call Saul. You, you guys, you just got to do it. No, I actually think it's better to take it from, from this perspective. We don't have that, that influence. I, get, I think, Nico, I just think you're spoiled. I, no, I, of course I'm spoiled. This guy's great at what he does. Breaking yeah. Bad is a defining cultural thing in my life. I love this show so much. But I love it too. Man, we're going to put Jonathan Banks back on. Like, we're going to bring back Todd. We're gonna bring back Skinny Pete and Badger. We're gonna. I mean, I don't think it hurts it though. We're That's gonna bring back the 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 Joe from the dump. But I just don't think that this movie hurts Breaking Bad. No, it doesn't. There's it, no negative. There's no net negative to it. It's it it's doesn't. Just, 
No, I, I, I'm in the camp of it doesn't do anything remotely bad to the series. It's com- I, I, I have never seen anything that is completely supplementary. You, I would if I would literally tell anybody who wants to see this, and they came out to me, he's like, should I watch? I was like, if you want, it's an epilogue. If you want to watch it, go ahead. It right. doesn't. If you don't watch it, it doesn't change. You can, a goddamn you can end thing. the book at the end of yes. the last chapter, yep. and you don't need the epilogue. And yep. you, it's, you know what it is? It's a two-hour post-credit sequence. Sure, if, that's what if it you're, is. If it you're just watching it for the enjoyment of watching Vince Gilligan do some of the things he does really well, it's fun. Yeah. It's fine. And, if you're watching it because you wanted close. But if you're watching it because you wanted closure to Jesse's storyline, well, you guys said it didn't need closure. No, it, it doesn't make Breaking Bad's, the, the show or the finale, any better or worse. I don't know why we're not holding him up to a higher standard. I don't know. I don't know why we're not holding up the best television writer of the last 20 years to something more. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Like, we would be doing the same thing if David Simon wanted to do The Wire again. If David Chase wanted... David Chase, by the way, is doing The Sopranos again. He's doing a Sopranos movie. It's a prequel. Set I think, 40 I years think, yeah, earlier. I think the problem is that, you know, and I've been guilty of this, it's just like either we set our expectations too high for these things that we love and we want them to be the same as they were or just the fact that, you know, we're upset that these directors are are making something without the intention of it being like it was before. Blow us away. But let me make something Blow else. Blow me away. But, You're Vince fucking Gilligan. Yeah. Blow me away. That's what you did with Better Call Saul. You blew me the hell away. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's also important to note, like for me, pers- I set my expectations very low for this. I didn't think it was going to be that great. Okay, and it was fine. I mean, I, look, I don't think once this you show say- reminded me that I loved Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Sure. In a lot of ways, yeah. And- sure. Once you say I'm making a two-hour sequel set immediately after the events of Breaking Bad, and it's not going to be a TV show. <sighs> It was I your guess, expectations, though. That, that right. right there is yeah, like Yeah, I guess if, if you were to say that to me, I would have been like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's probably not going to be anything special. But I just had an immen- a, a tremendous amount of trust in Vince Gilligan. It's, like, Better Call Saul bought that for me. I didn't think Better Call Saul needed to exist. I don't think anybody at the end of Breaking Bad was like, wait, the comic relief lawyer is going to get his own show? And we're going to spend 60 hours with him studying case law? Like, re- like that's necessary? But he did it. They figured out a way to do it. They found a way in. And they didn't find a way in here. They just gave you some some nostalgic scenes. And you know, I guess and they it, staged... It, here's what they did. They staged a Breaking Bad reunion. It was a reunion special. So fucking what? And you know, if, I said if, that, if, though. <laughs> if Vince Gilligan wanted to make something for him, I think that's okay. Yeah. So why isn't the thing that he makes for him something outside of the Breaking Bad universe? I don't know. Because he loves the Breaking Bad universe. No, because... Probably because that's how he gets funding. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because Netflix likes the Breaking Bad universe, that's why. But I guarantee you, if Vince Gilligan went to Netflix and pitched them an idea for a Guy on the Run movie, he would have been able to make it. They would have given him whatever he wanted, you know? You're saying the only reason you don't like it is because it has Breaking Bad on it? Is that the only reason you don't like it? Because I think that's no, a weak, I, I think that's I hear, a weak yeah, Here's why. Yeah. I actually because, think it would. I don't think it would have been as good because in a it way. because it has the Breaking Bad name on it. Mm-hmm. It's not allowed to be crazy. <laughs> that's okay. why. Yeah. Because it's a Breaking Bad movie, it's not allowed to color too far outside the lines. Okay. Because Netflix doesn't want it to. Well, because Vince doesn't want it. Or to. because Vince wants to. He doesn't want to change anything. Because Vince, I don't think, wants to challenge what the. You know where the previous show ended. Well, let's not forget that shootout scene. <laughs> so goddamn frustrating. What else you got for me? Oh, I don't know. I we've we've dude we've covered this. this Rest thing in peace, up. Robert Forrester. Rest in peace. Yes, wonderful final performance. You know, I all I can say is like the three uh, biggest shows of television at in in maybe like the past five years were like. You might disagree with this a little bit, but I, I think you'll also see where I'm coming from. Like, the big three were, like, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, and The Walking Dead for a while. There was a stretch of time where those were the only three shows people talked about. Uh, yeah, okay. We're forgetting a couple, but I'll, I'll go with it. Well, in, like, what, like, in, like, 2013, maybe? I'll, I'll follow you. There, I, there, was a stre- there was a stretch of time where those were really the main, main three that people cared about. This yeah, is okay. before break. Uh, this is, um... Right as Breaking Bad was starting to end and before Walking Dead became a pile of shit. Yeah. An absolute pile of shit. Yeah, Mad so, Men would have something to say about that. But Mad Men too, sure. That's okay. Um, you know, these shows are all slowly sort of 
coming to an end or getting spinoffs or getting wrapped up. And you can see sort of all of them have fallen apart to a degree. Like Walking Dead has become absolutely terrible. They have spinoffs that are also absolutely terrible. Mm. Game of Thrones fell off the rails. They're doing spinoffs now that who knows? I, I don't think they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Naomi Watts, man. If, and if this is the worst thing that Breaking Bad has made, mm. I'm okay with it. Me too. And that's I think that's point. where we need to, I think that's the point we need to. Yes. To end on, you mean? Yeah. I'm, no. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a good time. It's not, this, yes. it's not as good as Breaking Bad. It's not going to blow your mind. But it's a fun little road movie if you want more Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, you have to know what you're getting into. And you have to understand, guys, it ain't going to be as good as Breaking Bad. But that, this, I, I, don't, I don't know what you were expecting. Did you think it was going to be as good as Breaking Bad? I don't care if no, Vince Gilligan was, ex- was doing it. I, I was expecting Better Call Saul. That's what I was expecting. Well, that's your problem, I think. Well, I think, I think, I mean, I think that's I, the no, problem. No, I don't think... I, I, I don't think know wanted, why that's... An, to make a, why is that an unfair criticism? Movie? No, seriously, why is that an unfair criticism? I think that the, the notion of this movie existing in the first place is what bothered me. And then, well, when, I, and then when I actually saw it and saw what it was doing, I was I like, don't understand why the guy spins off a great TV show and makes another great TV show. So when you say, I'm going to make something else in the universe, why can't I expect the same level of excellence I got on the other show? Here's, here's what I do get, I think, from your perspective. Here's what I actually kind of understand where you're coming from is Vince Gilligan, clearly, he just wanted to make a road movie. He just wanted to um, – do this Mexican standoff. Like he just wanted to do these things that he couldn't do before. Mm-hmm. And he did them all, but we didn't end up somewhere different. No. And I think that's really your issue, which is fine. I mean, it's a fair criticism, uh, especially with like a road movie. Generally the idea is that they don't actually go anywhere, but they change. Right. Right. And in this, he physically goes somewhere, but doesn't change. But to, amen. And I well get what put. you're saying. Well put. I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's like, yeah. I do get it. I, and I, I mean, the movie is called El Camino. It does mean the road. And it's it's literally about a road instead right. of figuratively. And I get that. And also, all y'all out there being like, yeah, I was so excited to see Jane again. It's like, did we need that moment? Like, is what? J- Jane is Jesse's love interest, right? Yes. Yeah, from that died Who's, in season two, that OD'd, yeah. Like, after season two, I never wanted to see her again. We're yeah, done. we needed more Kristen, Witter, Kristen Ritter in this. She's the, she's the Yoko Ono of this group. We don't like her. <laughs> I actually kind of like her character in the original yeah, show. Yeah, me too. But, uh, um, no, but like... She was a source of conflict, nothing more. Like Let's we, be honest. Did we need that? Did we need closure? Did, don't we have enough? We've already said no. <sighs> we didn't. And this, no, I, Why are we bringing Mike back? <laughs> Mike, by the way, who's doing incredible work on Better Call Saul right now. Why do we need him in this? I know. He was in it for two seconds, though. He didn't. No, it's harmless. It's completely. It is harmless. This is that's what the, that's the big I, thing. I, just, at the I end keep of the day, wrapping back around to demand this. more. No, Adam Hall, <laughs> demand more of your art. We're not controlling our art, goddamn. Demand more. I demand more. So, I <sighs> bottom line. Here's my here's my closing statements. Bottom line, Nico, I get where you're coming from, Me too. but. You're being a big baby. Yes. Uh, and I, I agree with that as this well. This is fine. Yes. It doesn't hurt anything, it's and per- it's fine. And it's fun. As far as like what your ex- expectations were, I don't care if Vince Gilligan was doing it. Just look at what it was. It was a unnecessary spin-off sequel thing to Breaking Bad to a story that we already understood. And for what it is, for my expectations being remarkably low, yeah, it's, it's pretty fine. Here's an idea. Yeah. Let's give Vince Gilligan a Marvel movie. Now let's not do that. Let's give him Hold a Marvel on. movie. Hold on. Yeah. Let's think this through. Let's give him a Marvel movie. <laughs> if, listen, if this is what he's going to be doing, if he's just going to be working in intellectual property for the re- let's just do superheroes. Why not? Mm-hmm. Just fucking go for it. Yeah. He could do. He could do it though. No, if he if he refuses to challenge his audience in any way, you know, no, by coming up with like an original story, he could make something like that. Let's give him an X Men movie. Sure, I'm down. Fine. If that if if that'll make y'all happy, let's give him a Marvel movie. Yeah, he can't he can't live in both worlds where it's like it doesn't. He's not living in both worlds. He's living in one world right now, and it's the Breaking Bad world. There's no other world that Vince Gilligan lives in. That's fine, but like there are plenty of directors or whatever that will make their their films, and then they'll go make their movies and so on and so forth. You know, even in the realm of Breaking Bad, he's kind of doing both. So, (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay, that's all I got. It's inoffensive. It's unnecessary. But it's well done. That's all I got. Yeah. I love Jesse Plemons in this movie. Me too. Okay. Me too. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. yeah. <laughs> How could you not? Uh, all right. Uh, you bitches. <laughs> Magnus, he's, bitch. He's, 
You know what? He's just mad that we didn't roll over on this one. <laughs> There's nothing to be mad about. I, I don't get it. I don't <laughs> like Skinny Pete. I don't, you know. By the way, we didn't even talk about that. You know, I don't want to get into it right now because we're pretty much wrapping up. But I I will say seeing Jesse with his old friends post Breaking Bad was kind of beautiful. Dude, it was pretty surreal, actually. Yeah, I agree. The way the way they treated him and and he's like, why are you doing this all for me? And they just say, you're my fucking hero. Yeah. Like that. I I choked up at that. It's like because it's like Jesse was looking. Jesse was looking for love in all the wrong places right there. You know what I mean? And just that alone is just like he found out too late. Yeah, and that was beautiful. I agree. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, I, I I had this weird like whiplash in the first fifteen minutes watching the movie. Like as soon as I saw Jesse speeding away, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe we're doing this. Uh-huh. Like it was actually surreal. I, I thought I was in a dream for a second. I'm like, we're actually returning to this world. Um, yeah, but by the end of it, I was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah, I'm sure Alaska is very nice this time of year. You got mad at the most inoffensive thing on the face of this planet Nico. you know good, what? good for you how about this adam <laughs> what i would have preferred if they offended me a little more okay okay i don't think i don't agree with that <laughs> uh that's it it's cultured uh y'all are great uh check out the website too many thoughts media.com or tmt.media for short thanks to adam nick and rob mm-hmm. for keeping me company and thanks for rob uh, or thanks to Rob for recording the first half of this podcast before my computer shit the bed. Mm-hmm. So now we have a backup recording and we yeah. didn't have to do it all over again. So woof, bullet dodged. How much of that are we keeping in? Uh, whole thing. We did not. Oh, oh wow. Keeping it in. Oh boy. Uh, that's it. Love you. And please come back next week. Cause you know what happens then? <laughs> that's when you and I get culture. See ya.